What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Philly Special Podcast. We're back again, and thank God we have some positive things to talk about. Eagles, big win, huge win over the Denver Broncos uh, on Sunday. Kind of unexpected. I mean, I've been kind of ringing the same tone for a while that Denver is not as good as their record makes them out to be. And, but they had a huge win going off of Dallas and then coming in and, you know, it's it's in Denver as well. So it, a lot was going against the Eagles in this one. If you just look at what happened the week before, um, kind of where we've been trending against teams that we're not favored against. So this was a really impressive win. Very dominant, 30 to 13. And it really came off the heels of just balance. And when the Eagles get that balance – they're dangerous. I mean, they've showed it. They've showed it a few times now this season already. When the defense is striking and the offense is consistent, you know, it's it's masterful, really, what they can do on the field. And the turnovers have been insane over the last few weeks for them, which is obviously a massive plus when you're scoring touchdowns on the defensive side of the ball. They're not just getting turnovers. They're getting points on the board, which is Absolutely incredible. Hopefully we can keep that up going forward. But let's talk a little bit about this game and how it happened. How did we get to such a big victory? You know, it for me, the Eagles are living and dying right now on what they're doing on the defensive side of the ball. And it's because when they are able to get to the quarterback, what I've been saying for weeks now, if they're able to get to the quarterback, the, that front four or on a blitz, they are forcing the bad decisions. They are getting sacks. They are forcing the hand for um, the opponents to have to run quick plays. And it's just beautiful. It's masterful when that happens. Now, when it doesn't happen, we've seen what happens. You know, when quarterbacks get comfortable, they have their best QBR of their career. They don't throw in completions. They make smart decisions. You know, we made Derek Carr and Justin Herbert and even Jared Goff. and eh, not Jared Goff so much. Justin Herbert and Derek Carr look absolutely incredible because they just picked apart the defense the whole time. So we didn't see that, luckily, in this Denver game. We were able to be intelligent with blitzes. We were able to, you know, get that front four in there, and that changed the game. That put Teddy Bridgewater under pressure. Um, they stopped the run really well as well. And, you know, we look at one play, obviously, that was probably the play of the game, maybe the play of the year for the Eagles so far on that fourth down, fourth and one. You know, Gordon looks like he gets it. Maybe he's just a little short, but the ball pops out and Darius Slay just takes it 82, 83, 84. They keep changing the number yards to the crib. What a great run, too. I mean, he went backwards and then made a guy miss, figured out where his blockers were. Really impressive from Darius Slay. That man has just looked incredible over the last couple of weeks. And big shout out to him, too. They helped me win in fantasy football, so that's always good. And... Yeah, that, that pretty much blew the door open for this one, and the Eagles were just dominant from there on out. The fourth quarter was not even really worth playing just because of how far ahead they already were. Um, so props to the defense. Props to the defense. They have to show that they can do that, though, against talented teams because we haven't seen that so far. When you look at you know the Raiders, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, uh, the Chargers, they've they've dropped the ball they've dropped the ball in every big game until this one I would say this is the biggest win the Eagles have had so far this year now again I'm not sold on Denver I think they're worse than their record shows I think they have their moments but uh this this isn't that impressive of a win but but it is impressive for Philadelphia we'll get into the schedule what's left because guys I'm telling you 
I'm telling you, even though where we're sitting, what, four and six, we can win 10 games. It can happen. I know, I know I'm going to get the comments already. I know that's a crazy thing to say, but the Eagles could get 10 wins. They could really, really realistically get nine wins. Uh, and that's why next week is such a big game. We have a lot to dive into this podcast. That's that's awesome. Um, and a lot of positive things to talk about. We've already touched on the defense side of the ball. Let's look at the offensive side because they've been rocking. They have been rocking and rolling here as of late. I'll tell you what, even the losses that we've had, the tough ones against like Las Vegas, against Los Angeles, uh, even against Tampa Bay, the offense is really doing a good job. And it's all thanks to, thankfully, they've decided to run the football. I don't know why it took Miles Sanders getting injured for this to finally start to be, you know, utilized in the offense. But they have taken it and literally ran with it. And it's a great thing. That balance, not even the balance now. I mean, that's their attack. They are run first offense, which is crazy to think. I, you know, I mentioned before the season started in one of the first podcasts that it's going to be interesting with Sanders, with, with uh, Gainwell, with Boston Scott, you know, at the time they had Jarek, not Jarek McKinnon, um, carry on Johnson and Jordan Howard, because they have literally a committee back there that they could have utilized. They kind of chose not to. It seems like it was Sanders backfield the whole time, but they never handed the ball off anyway. So, yeah, they they completely abandoned it. And now all of a sudden with Sanders hurt, you know, Jordan Howard is the most valuable piece on that offense right now, in my opinion. The work he's doing on first down to get the hard yards, the work he's doing on third down to really get the hard yards and getting those first downs on third and short, you know, it adds another element to the game because you're always thinking on the defense side of the ball. When it's third and two, realistically they can hand the ball off if it's third and five realistically they can hand the ball off you know so you have to really worry about the run and the pass and that's a valuable thing to have in an offense and an especially valuable thing to have with a young quarterback so having that run game where it is right now is excellent for philadelphia and boston scott too i mean we know when we've seen boston scott we know what he's capable of and his talent so they they just need to keep doing what they're doing on the offense side of the ball. You know, people keep saying based on matchups that they should switch it up a little bit, you know, get a little bit more involved in the past. I disagree. Why would you go away from what's working? And what's working right now is pounding the ball right up the middle on the outside, giving them different looks. You know, we get um, hurt involved, in my opinion, a little too much. You know, I think just about every single designed run he had against Denver went either negative yards or right back to the line of scrimmage. But I'm loving what Philadelphia is doing running the ball. And the greatest part about it is it's opening up the pass game. And we saw really, in my opinion, the arrival, the introductory game of what Devontae Smith is going to be on this team. Happy birthday, Devontae Smith. Have a day. My man, that was incredible. That was a great game. Had an amazing catch on that touchdown against Sertain of all people. Uh, not a great pass by any means. Not a good decision by Jalen Hurts, but just an excellent adjustment and a great concentration to just pull it in with Sertain blanketing him. You know, that was a great play. Got himself open in the end zone. The guy is getting better and better every week. And I think this week, as I said, is his introductory game. This is now he could be a superstar. We're starting to see that potential come through. I know it's just one game, but if you've been watching all year long, you've seen it build. You know, go look at his numbers. He's getting more catches, more yards. He's dropping the ball less. He's getting open more. 
This guy is trajecting the right way. And it didn't happen by just throwing the ball every single play and trying that way to get Jalen Hurts on a roll and get these receivers reps. It came by being smart, by being um, methodical, and by opening up the offense in more ways than just throwing the ball and everybody knows they're throwing it. The run game has absolutely opened up the pass game. And that is what is making the Eagles offense so successful. And on the subject of Hertz, we'll talk about him because it's very important. You know, if you see where Miami's trending right now, you see Indianapolis doing pretty well with Carson Wentz the last couple weeks. It's looking really realistic that the Eagles are going to have three first round picks and one in Miami's that's probably close to going to be a top five pick. So you're going to want to know if we got the quarterback or not. So. This is very much, in my opinion, the way I see it, an audition year for Jalen Hurts. More than any other quarterback I've really seen the Eagles have. And he's starting to come around. Like uh, like Devontae Smith, kind of getting a little bit smarter, you know, a little bit more pocket presence. I loved early on in this game, there were a lot of times where Denver, they're very, very skilled at running different kinds of blitzes off of the ends, you know, coming up the middle. There's a lot of different looks that they give you. And he stayed in there whenever there was a guy coming in. He either stayed in and hit his hot route or he was able to get around and still look downfield and throw a pass. He was very, very composed in this one. And that is a very impressive change of pace. It got a little bit wild there in the middle part of the game. I know he threw a bad interception, bad decision. You know, the guy was had his arms up. He tried to, I don't know if he got tipped, but he tried to just throw it right over the top and it ended up just being a, you know, a duck and up for grabs. You know, he's still making mistakes. He's still making mistakes. And Nick Sirianni, I think he said it best. He's still a rookie quarterback when you think about it. You know, the guy hasn't played a 16-game season. This is his first year as a starter. So I'm with him. I don't think you hold him to a standard of a second year quarterback. You know, uh, you can, I guess. But even so, he's making the right and smart decisions when it's his time to actually throw the ball. And to be honest, even though he's only had up until last week, like not even 200 yards passing and maybe not even a touchdown in some of those, uh, excuse me, previous games. He's still done what he needs to do with the ball when he has to pass it and he's fit in in the offense and it, the reason you know another reason why the run game's so successful is because they're expecting the pass you know and Hertz has to sell that so yeah I, I think he's doing good I think he's trajecting the right way as well now obviously we still have a lot of season left but that is the good news we'll hop into the schedule man I mean if, if you're an Eagles fan like me, you're salivating right now because, what, we're looking at four wins? One, two, three, four. Four wins, six losses. And coming up after the Saints, the Giants, the Jets, Washington football team, Giants, Washington football team. I mean, those are five games that the Eagles very easily could win if they're playing football like they're playing right now. So you turn four and six, all of a sudden is nine and six, right? Nine and six. If we can win the games that we're supposed to win. I mean, this is by far the easiest part of the schedule that's coming up after next week. And that's why, in my opinion, next week is a massive, massive week. The biggest game of the year so far for the Eagles. You know, I know they've played bigger name teams, and that's going to be the problem come playoff times. I'll talk about that in a minute. But 
New Orleans, I'm guessing, I haven't looked at the lines yet. I'm guessing, even though it's home, we might be a slight favorite, but I'm guessing it's going to be closer to a pick if we're not underdogs in this one. Uh, I guess the kicker is if they don't have um, Jameis Winston, which they're not, uh, I'm not sure what they're going to do at quarterback. So, you know, I'm just saying it's a big, big win, you know, especially you get two in a row going into this streak. I mean, the Eagles have to know what's coming ahead. You know, I know it's New York and New York at New York. That was sorry. That was a weird sentence. It's the Giants at the Giants, the Jets at the Jets, two away games in a row before the bye week. But imagine if we can strap off four in a row and, you know, turn four and six into eight and six. Eight and six? Is that right? Am I saying this right? Four and six, five and six, six and six, seven and six. Seven and six, excuse me. Eight and six would be against Washington. I didn't think that sounded right. Anyway, you, you get yourself into a winning record before the bye week. That's That would be huge. That would be absolutely huge if we can get into week 14 at seven and six. Now we're just looking at three wins for a potential 10-win season, right? And it's Washington football team twice and the Giants. I mean, these are all teams with losing records. These are some of the worst teams in the NFL. It might be three teams that are having top five picks. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to get a better opportunity. In my opinion, I already saw somewhere online that the Eagles are in control of their destiny. I believe that, but it all starts next week. If they win next week, they're absolutely in control of their destiny. Because if they win every single game they're supposed to win from there on out and lose the only game I'd imagine they're going to be favored as, or excuse me, uh, they're going to be dogs in, which would be against the Cowboys, I we're going to go to the playoffs. I mean, you don't win 10 games and not make the playoffs most times. Uh, you know, there's a chance they could win nine games and go to the playoffs. It's just crazy to me how quickly this season turns around. And it's funny that I kind of, I, not only myself, but we kind of predicted this before, just looking at the schedule, that the Eagles are probably going to struggle a lot at first when you're playing teams like the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Buccaneers, the Raiders, the Chargers, all in the beginning of the season. But now comes that easy stretch. And look, it would be very, very Philadelphia Eagles-like to lose one or two of those games, and then this conversation we're having right now is irrelevant. But... I also think it's likely that if they just take care of business, if they keep where they're at right now, just keep steering the ship in this direction and don't change up the game plan, and they've done a good job of not adjusting the game plan even when they get down, um, it, just trust the process, man. You know, I know that's a Sixers thing, but trust the process. I think the Eagles could be a surprise playoff team at this point. Now, what happens in the playoffs? I know this is a conversation to have weeks from now, but you got to look and wonder, well, we're probably going to see a top team in the playoffs. You know, the most of the NFC is pretty good, especially the division winners, which, which is who we would see first. So, you know, we're not playing the Jets or the Giants or Washington football team anymore. We're playing a playoff team that deserves to be there. Might change the, the narrative a little bit, but... You know, just to get there, in my opinion, would be a success for the season. And maybe, who knows, if they're riding a hot win streak, if somehow even if they beat uh, Dallas in the last game of the year, who knows? Who knows? I mean, this team, as far as I can tell over the last few weeks, is trending in the right direction. It feels like something's about to happen to where that's going to change completely. But as of right now, they are looking 
really, really good. God forbid, knock on wood, no injuries, no more injuries, I should say. Already losing Graham was big, but they're stepping up on that side of the ball. Um, I I don't have a lot of complaints right now. You know, I think if we beat New Orleans, we're going to have a really fun conversation next week about maybe who we're going to play in the playoffs. We might start looking at that. I know that's way too early. It's only week 11 after that, but I'm just saying, man, just keep, keep an open mind. If you've been, you know, kind of a, whatever the opposite of an optimistic Eagles fan is, um, because I really think we're going to start seeing the birds climb in the power rankings in these next few weeks. I don't know where we're at right now, but I'd be willing to bet a lot of money. We're going to finish above that than below that with the games that are coming up in the next few weeks. Okay, so with that, I think the only thing I have left is to talk about next week's game. Uh, Real quick, let me just pull up Jameis Winston and see what his status is. I can't remember if he's completely done or not. Um, You know, it's been kind of wild over here. It says he's had surgery. Wouldn't save the Saints from there. All right, so he avoids surgery. What? One says he emerges from Jameis Winston surgery and avoided surgery. Okay, that's not very clear. My guess is he's not going to play. And the Saints have lost two in a row without Jameis over the last couple weeks. They clearly don't really have an answer at quarterback, and that is a prime time for Philadelphia to take advantage. You know, if they can get past the the front line, the front five there of uh, New Orleans, it's going to be a long day for whoever's back there. It's going to be a long day. Now, Alvin Kamara, I believe, is going to come back and play. That is a definite plus uh, for the Saints. But that's just one man, and the Eagles have done a pretty good job recently. I know I said this before, and the last time I said this, uh, Leonard Fournette snapped, but they've done a pretty good job of stopping the run. And if they make that team one-dimensional, especially if we get, the offense can be consistent and get up ahead early and force them to have to pass, it could be a long day for the Saints. That's best-case scenario, obviously. We're getting to the quarterback. We're scoring early. We're putting the pressure on, getting an early lead and um, forcing them to make plays with the backup quarterbacks while we're still in their face trying to make them make bad decisions. Worst case scenario is they get the ball first, just have a massive drive that sees Kamara just catching and running, and you know whoever's in there, for whatever reason, we're not getting to him, and he's just picking us apart. Uh, and then the offense, you know, we just see, we see those mistakes from these young guys, and we lose. You know, I I think this is a game they could lose, but I'm very optimistic the way we've been playing and the way the Saints are trending right now. This could be another big win for Philadelphia. I'm excited to watch, man. You know, this is a great time right now. I'm telling you, if if you're thinking about being an Eagles fan for the season, jump on right now because there is a chance. There is a sneaky chance that the Eagles can find themselves in the wild card picture at the end of this year. So thank you guys so much for watching, for listening, whatever you're doing. Um, check us out. We're active on Twitter on game day at the Philly Special PC. Um, you know, give us follows on Facebook and wherever else. If you're on the YouTube channel, check out the Spotify. If you're on the Spotify, check out the YouTube channel. We do video and audio. I love to do this, guys. I'm excited for next week. And thank you so much for listening, for watching. Go Eagles. And we'll see what happens against the Saints. See you then. Thank you.